Hey, what's going on? It's Stokely from Sauce on Delay, man. Uh, just watching something again, continuing in line with the theme of the destructiveness of the music. Because I, you know, people, I have people who I know who I look up to who are eclectic, who I would call, um, uh, what did they call it? What was the word I'm calling? Who are well read? I would think they are. Who are um? What do you? What was the word I'm looking for? Who are work? I would say world worldly, worldly. You know. I'm gonna give some specifics because they'll never hear this. I don't, I don't. I don't share my podcast with people I know for the simple fact that. Well, not for the simple fact, but for multitude of reasons. For one, it's not very good. Uh, two, um, they're not probably gonna have time to listen to it. So, if they don't have time to listen, to it, I'm gonna get all disappointed. Whatever. For three, um, you know, like I said, you get disappointed when people don't support your thing. But if your thing is not really that good, what's the point of even doing it? So, even though I'm sharing it with you, and I'm not belittling you. I'm I'm really sharing it with myself, really. But the um the the, the, the ideas that I want to share, I would like to share them. I just you know I, I you know I hope I'm not giving any um I hope I'm not providing any misgivings as to the quality of it or or, or, or pretending. I don't want to convey as if I think that this is uh um I don't know Joe Rogan's experience. You know, this is or 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 something that's even more formatted like a uh, cold fusion or the you know or any one of these other guys that I listen to. But anyhow, so somebody that I know that I think is learned, that's the word I wanted to use. Learned. Right? I know a guy, he's from what you would call the ghetto. He's from um um what you would call the ghetto, yes. Um, he wasn't raised by his father. He was raised by his grandfather, which is probably just as good. Wasn't raised by his mother either. His mother was um, drug addicted. Um, but his mother, you know, was was still known to him. Um, in the ghetto, not necessarily impoverished per se, because his grandfather had a pretty living wage sufficient amount of jobs but definitely you know lived in a private house but near close enough to the projects where you still gotta you know just because you think because you live in a private house and you don't live in a projects don't mean that you don't have to face and interact with the kids from the project because I grew up around the same projects I lived in a private house quote unquote but I went to school with the kids from the projects who used to kick my butt all the time and um bully me and all these things so anyhow so he probably grew up in he grew up in it when it was probably worse than when I was going there so he had a lot to overcome he became eclectic in a lot of things he studied martial arts he's deep into martial arts he's he studied photography this is why I say he's learned and eclectic the man has a diverse understanding of the world in the sense that he's 
had perf different perspectives. Not just his ghetto perspective. Matter of fact, yeah, whatever. He's a, he has an interracial, he has interracial kids also. So I'm just showing him his diversity. He's, he has not limited himself. These are all great things about him. He's not limited himself to the little ghetto that we lived in during our formative years. He's expanded his mind and engaged in part practices and skills and, um, and, 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 and uh, he also invests. He owns multiple real estate. You know, so this is a learned man. He rides motorcycles. He, he's like, he's like somebody that I look up to. But you know, he's not talking to me right now because I'm a coward. I would say, yeah, he heard something. There's something that happened. One one day, a guy in my office put up a sign, a political sign, in my office, and I shared it to my Facebook group. A picture of the political sign. And he said, oh, why you just take, why you should take that and throw it in the garbage? I said, I'm not going to touch his stuff. I'm not going to let it bother me. Of course, I resolved it to myself as cowardice because I, you know, the, the primary, the primary or the initial mindset goes to a confrontational kind of, uh, I don't know, hostile when you see someone with opposing views as strong as that. But that's not my, I have, you know, anyhow, I'm just gonna say I'm a coward because that's, eh, that could be true. That could be, and, and, and this is how I would resolve it to myself. That's why I'm, I'm saying I'm a coward because I, this is how I justified it to myself because I felt like I should have took it and threw it in the garbage or had a confrontation with the man about the sign. So this is how I resolved it to myself. I said, listen, I have to work here. I don't want to create a hostile environment. That's not my property. I should not touch it. And also, I'm not going to let that disturb my peace. The fact, and everybody's entitled to their own viewpoints. So I use those four different justifications to justify my cowardice from engaging this person so that's why i say i'm a coward so anyhow so shade it to the whatever so he's not talking to me for that but he's also not talking to me for the fact that i say that rap music is death is dangerous and is a weapon and is not good for the community all this gangster rap and the violence and the hyper masculinity and all of that now I made a post saying that once and he took that to heart and took offense to it and said the contrary and he basically engaged me regarding me saying that. Now, he's grown up in the same environment, in a similar environment. I didn't spend as many years in that environment as he did. Um, but uh, he's lost people I've lost people to crime and then some of these people that suffered that, that, that succumbed to crime they didn't I mean come on look at it like and he's justified in some kind of way because you know the, the thought comes to me now the mafia so many documentaries on uh, on the mafia on Netflix I was watching a documentary on the mafia on Netflix one of the guys said he used to dump bodies over by 
um, the swamp near Brookville Boulevard, where, where, where I drive by almost daily. I drive by Brookville Boulevard every, just about every day. So, um, the mafia was a listening to gangster music. They were listening to beautiful Frank Sinatra. They were listening to um, Duke Ellington. They were listening to um, Nat King Cole. They were listening to all that beautiful classical music. They were listening to whatever. And they were killing people by the hundreds. So, if he brought that response to me, then uh, I guess, you know, he could win. He could win that argument. He could win that argument. He could win that argument. Because rap music didn't exist until the 1980s. And the mafia has been around for so long. The mafia has been around, I don't know, since since the wars between... Um, you know the wars, the internal wars inside of um, in Italy. You know the, the civil wars or whatever, whatever wars were going on in Italy. That's when the mafia started rising up and all that, from my understanding. So anyhow, so he's not talking to me about that. But the one, I'm I'm not satisfied by the deflection. I'm not satisfied by deflection saying, oh well, even the even the good justification that I just gave. That's a deflection in my opinion, just like I deflect from being a coward by justifying it with multiple ways to justify and make myself feel better. So people don't wanna, people wanna feel better and say, hey, listen man, well, the movies are violent. So, so the movies are violent. So the mafia was killing each other and they didn't listen to rap music. So there's been wars going on and they, nobody's listening, you know. So Napoleon and so, so what you telling me, Hitler was listening to rap music? So, da, 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 you know, whatever, whatever excuse you want to make, you know, and this is something that I even do myself in that when I do something wrong and I'm called out for it, I, my, my knee jerk response is, Hey, but you're doing so-and-so that's a child. That's a very childish response. And I really have to hold myself back from being childish like that. Um, that's not the right risk. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the other person did. And even if we talk about it from a from a big three, Muslim, Christian, Judaism perspective, if we talk to it from whatever that perspective, they'll say, listen, well, I don't know what they would say, but I would think that someone who is knowledgeable in religion would say, well, one thing they say in a Christian Bible is basically don't envy the wicked. And the next thing is something to that effect. I'm just paraphrasing. Something to the effect of you can't save another person's soul. You got to save your soul. So while you're over there pointing out somebody else's improprieties or someone else's faults, you're still committing your faults. But who's going to suffer the consequences from your faults? You. So when I'm when I when somebody brings out me, Stokely's errors, improprieties, mistakes, misdeeds, my knee-jerk response, <clears throat> my petty, infantile, immature knee-jerk response is, well, but you so and so, but well, you're doing this. I I really got to keep myself from doing that. So I, I'm I'm not really you know I'm not pointing a finger. Well, let's say when you point a finger, you're pointing back four at yourself, but you're actually pointing back three at yourself. When you point a finger, three point back at you, right? So, 
the problems that I see in other people, I see in myself. Anyway, whatever. Enough about me. I love talking about me. No, I don't. Anyhow, <coughs> so the buddy is not talking to me because I call it out. Because he's hurt by it because he might... Sometimes people are so caught up in their activism or whatever you want to call it. Their fervor, their zealous, their zeal or whatever current events happen to them that they don't want to point out what's wrong in-house. And pointing out what's wrong in-house isn't destroying the house or saying the house is wrong. It's just saying that, listen, you know, there's improvement that's necessary out everywhere. And you know, when you think about a, a phrase like moral high ground, I don't think that's, I think that's a infantile response similar to my infantile response was, oh I did something wrong no but you did this wrong no 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 no. I need to focus on what I did wrong the thing about it is if we say someone can't point out our improprieties because they don't have a moral high ground that's really just deflection somewhat not 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 it. I don't like to speak in absolutes it's not an absolute because sometimes the person who is chiding you or correcting you or whatever is trying to diss you really using this information, you know, so and it's it's kind of hard to differentiate sometimes. But but the um but they may be calling out your impropriety, your misdeeds, they may be calling them out. And they're even more engaged in what you're doing wrong. But it's not about the messenger. Is the message true? It's like, hey man, um, we're both thieves. And I say, you know, you know that. And I say to you, you know, you and I we're both thieves. And I say to you, yo, you know, stealing is wrong. Like you're, you should stop stealing. And then you say to me, well, you're a thief too. I say, yeah, but you know, I'm a thief, but you know, it's, it's not right. You know, maybe, maybe you shouldn't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a real situation like that. You know what I mean? Uh, I would think that, you know, anyhow. So, so because the messenger is a criminal like you, you're not going to take good advice to say, listen, you know, what we're doing is wrong. You should probably piggyback on that and say, you know what? That's if you want to get out. But I need jerk response is offense, typically. That's my knee jerk response. Knee jerk response is offense. You know, that's why we got to think positive. What I've been trying to do as of late when I'm triggered or offended, I try to remember Bob Marley's song, Positive Vibrations. I don't know what the name of the song is, but I just say positive vibration. Yeah, positive I either say it out my mouth or I say it in my head. You know, the only thing that can destroy a negative signal, well, there's really no negative negative frequency. There's really no negative frequency. But there's a there's a frequency and there's a um a, a frequency that's 180 degrees out of sync with that frequency. So that's how you would really say opposite. The opposing frequency has to be at the same amplitude and the phasing of it has to be 100 
and 80 degrees out of phase. That's 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 how you that's how you uh that's how you cancel out an electrical signal. That might be how you cancel out a light signal too, but I don't really know if that's even possible because we don't even know if the particles are matter or their waves or their photons or whatever the case may be. So anyhow, when it comes to electrons though, when it comes to electrical signal, it has to be an equal amplitude. So the only thing that can cancel out negative is positive. Or the only thing that can cancel out negative is something that's 180 degrees out of phase with negative. Right? So if I'm in a negative mood, if I'm thinking negative, I cancel that out currently by that mantra using that Bob Marley song, positive vibration, yeah. So when he talk about vibration, <laughs> that's amazing. He talks about vibration. I mean, even I think even Tesla would tell you that everything is vibrations. In in physics, they tell you everything is vibrations. In chemistry, they tell you everything is vibrations. Basically, you know, the difference between something that's hot and something that's cold is something is the vibrations. The difference between a solid and a liquid and a gas, you know, well, actually, is the spacing of it. Is the spacing of it really? Um, but anyhow, yeah, I mean, we're communicating with, with signals right now. There's signals going through my phone inside. They're more digital signals. But we got, you know, we don't really use too many analog devices anymore except for the radio. Um, but, um, um, you know, we're using radio frequencies right now to communicate. We're using radio frequencies to transmit information and all this. All these things are moving off of vibration. Anyhow, I'm getting too much into that. But um, what I wanted to get to is that the whole thing with my buddy and he's not talking to me because of all of that blah, 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 blah. Little foolishness. And as a result, I'm not talking to him either because, hey, man, listen, uh, it's toxicity, isn't it? Because I could mend that. I could mend it. I commend it, but I'm being petty just as petty as he is. I'm giving back the same negative energy. I'm in phase with his negative energy. You on that, I'm on that too. That's what someone, you know, that's what one of these uh, rapper-inspired people would say. I'm on the same thing you on. I'm, I'm using the same thing that Michael Jackson is using. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> it's like, I'm on the same negative frequency, so it's just gonna stay negative. If if he's on a negative frequency, he's not talking to me, I should reach out, which is the opposing positive frequency. And my extension can change the magnitude of his frequency and bring it around to my frequency if I'm moving on positive. But instead I'm moving on a negative frequency, I'm on the same frequency, and I'm on the same negativity. So I'm just amplifying it. So, anyhow, we can do better. I can do better. Anyhow, what I'm getting to, though, is I was listening to an interview with a young man. One of my favorite uh, interviewers was interviewing them. Interviewing this gentleman. I don't know his name. But the topic of the interview was um, something like black culture is being manipulated I think that's what the title was but 
you know, we all know rap music, hip hop culture is not something that's just relegated to the black community anymore. I don't think it ever was, really, when it became financially viable and successful. It's not just regulated to relegated to that community. And let me just 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 give me a second. Right? They got a rapper named Little Zan. Right? A, a young man that, you know, he debuted with a persona as if he's constantly on drugs. You have Drake and the song says, I took half a Zan 13 hours till I land. Talking about Xanax as if it's something recreational, whatever. And it's and it's something that extended out of basically what Future was doing. The rapper Future kind of really kind of took the, the Xanax and the drugs to a certain level. It, eventually, he did an interview. Well, at least I guess it was some child custody related case. But he explained that he actually does not use drugs. And I don't think Drake actually used Xanax. And recently, Little Zan came out to disavow use of drugs. Him and Billy Ellish and others. Because look, we lost Machine Gun Kelly to Xanax, actually fake pills. Uh, we lost Little Peep. We lost, who's the other guy? We lost another guy. Aaron Carter right none of these guys were black Machine Gun no Machine Gun Kelly is alive but Little Peep and the other two guys that I mentioned I forgot what their name was Little Peep Aaron Carter and 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 not Machine Gun Kelly. His name is I forgot what his name is, man. It's not Machine Gun Kelly, man. You know who I'm talking about. The young guy, man. The young guy. All right, I forgot what his name was. But none of those, none of those guys are African American, and they're dying from the lyrics about the same thing that they're singing about and that they're rapping about. They're rapping about drugs too. The drug culture killed three. High three, you know, successful rappers that aren't even black. It killed a lot of black people in the street. It killed a lot of people in the street promoting the drug use. Anyhow, all I'm saying is that listen, everybody should be concerned about it. Everybody should be concerned about preaching negativity and talking negative and encouraging destructive behavior. It doesn't matter if it's the mafia or whatever the case may be. Listen, in the movie Goodfellas, which is supposedly, I don't know if it's fiction or it's based on a true story. No, it's, it's a based on a true story. Goodfellas is based on a true story, isn't it? Uh-uh, not, not Goodfellas. Not Goodfellas. What's the one where he... um? Oh, that's Casino. You're thinking about Casino. So Goodfellas is based on a true story. Goodfellas is based on a true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodfellas is based on a true story. I think so. Yes. So in Goodfellas, Frank, I think his name is Frank in the movie, whatever. 
Yeah, Frank is a real person. You can see him on YouTube right now. He's on he's on a bunch of YouTube shows right now. He's not even in protective custody or anything. But he tells you when he was growing up, the mafia guys, the way how they marketed, the way how they carried themselves, the way how they conveyed respect, the way how whatever, blah, 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 made him want to become a mafia guy. And then he became an earner. He became an earner by siphoning money off of tax revenue on gasoline in Long Island. And that's how he made a lot of money for the mafia and then you know they initiated him and all that yeah whatever so on this interview with this young man he conveyed that his father was a pastor his father that has a bachelor's in theology and a master's in divinity and his uh he came from a good family and the teachers were telling his mother that he has so much potential but his mother was so disappointed in him because he was attracted to the street life he was attracted to the drugs and the guns and everything about that and he said flatly listen well he basically confirmed that the reason why he was attracted to it is through the music you know so if you're chanting something if you're saying something all the time that's why I try to say I try to cut out saying I don't care like it took me a, a few months to stop saying the phrase I don't care like I do care I care about everything and I'm trying to cut out saying a lot of bad stuff that I say to myself. I'm cutting out. I'm, tr I'm trying to cut out a lot of bad things that I say. So, anyhow, I gotta go, man. But listen, all this bad chanting and saying these bad things—it's not. It's, it's no good. Say, say something good. Next time you think about something negative, say positive vibration. Yeah, positive. All right, later.